Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome to another hour of the weekend edition of Intelligent Medicine. It's 877-726-8255, your pass into the doctor's office, and you can pose a question or you can share a comment or a concern. That's 877-726-8255. And uh, we got some interesting stuff to talk about this hour. We'll talk about uh, the negative effects of uh, sleep loss on inflammatory disorders. Uh, an amazing story about how uh, babies in the womb react to taste and smell. And uh, lots more. 877-726-8255. Okay, well, we got to talk uh, COVID, uh, particularly in light of a question that I get uh, all the time, which is about the new Omicron vaccine. Uh, we're being exhorted to take the vaccine. Uh, everyone over uh, the age of 12 uh, is being told that they need to take uh, the new vaccine. The concern is that we may have a surge with colder weather. We don't know if the current virus is going to mutate uh, and become more dangerous, in spite of the fact that uh, less people are wearing masks, more people are traveling, more people are going back to work. Uh, and uh, the president uh, declared the pandemic over. Uh, and then they walked that back and they said, well, you know, uh, he doesn't necessarily speak for the administration. <laughs> okay. So uh, the new statistics are in on uptake of the new COVID booster shots. And headline here from NBC News, less than 2% of eligible people have gotten the updated COVID booster shots three weeks into the rollout. Uh, it's newly available. Uh, but people appear to be hesitant about taking it. Uh, CDC recommends everyone over 12 get it as long as at least two months have passed since their last COVID shot. Uh, so that makes a lot of people eligible because uh, normally they would say, well, you know, wait six months or if you've had uh, COVID, uh, you don't need a shot. But they're saying within uh, just after 60 days after your last COVID shot, it's time to get the new uh, bivalent Omicron vaccine. So uh, that 2% of eligible people, that adds up to uh, around 5 million people who've received uh, the new Omicron shot. And uh, what they're saying here, uh, a Yale Medicine infectious disease specialist named Dr. Scott Roberts said the relatively low booster uptake was, quote, demoralizing. I would expect a much higher proportion of Americans to have gotten a booster by this point. Uh, Roberts cited a lack of public awareness about the shots or the prevailing narrative that the pandemic is ending. Well, you know, if the president says the pandemic is ending, you know, <laughs> it's going to fortify that impression uh, that the narrative that the pandemic is ending might have hindered the vaccine rollout. The fact that this booster came out days before Biden said the pandemic is over is a huge mixed message, said Dr. Roberts. Now it's going to be that much harder to convince those at risk who are on the fence to get a booster. And there's a very interesting op-ed in the Wall Street Journal from a doctor named Paul Offit. And Paul Offit is a guy who is a vaccine expert. He actually sits on the vaccine advisory board of 
uh, the FDA. And he's a developer of vaccines. He's all in on vaccines. He developed a rotavirus uh, vaccine, and he's made considerable money with vaccines. So he's not anti-vaccine. He's not Dr. Joseph Mercola. Uh, he's not Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Uh, he, in fact, is very anti-holistic and integrative medicine. He wrote, in what is, in my opinion, a very scurrilous book about natural medicine entitled, Do You Believe in Magic?, which is uh, you know, kind of a sarcastic way of looking at the benefits of supplements and acupuncture and chiropractic and all that stuff. He's very anti, but uh, he also is responsible for the decision at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia to take supplements off the registry of approved medications there. Uh, so uh, he is very, very much in the conventional fold of orthodox medicine. But nonetheless, he writes skeptically in the Wall Street Journal about the new Omicron shot. In his commentary, uh, which appeared this week, he says the FDA approved it without clinical trials, and there's reason to doubt it beats the original vaccine. So he's not anti-vaccine. He admits the vaccine was beneficial at first, and he explains it this way, and it's a nice little summary. Uh, he says the existing Pfizer and Moderna mRNA vaccines were designed to protect against the original strain of the novel coronavirus, which was known as Wuhan 1. Well, pretty quickly after that strain left China, uh, a new variant appeared called DG14G. It didn't get a, it's got a numerical designation, not a name. And then DG14G was replaced by the alpha variant in early uh, 2020. And then, and if you remember, big concern about the new Delta variant, which appeared uh, towards the end of uh, 2020. And so they evaluated the mRNA vaccines to see if they still provided protection against severe illness and death caused by the variants. And they did. They did. Uh, you know, the alpha, the delta, they worked to, to some extent, at least. I mean, they weren't perfect because, uh, as many of you know, you took your shots and you still got sick, but there was some protective effect. OK, so far, so good. But then Offit writes, things changed. And at the end of 2021, around Christmas time, you'll remember that the Omicron variant made its appearance. BA1, BA2, BA3, BA4, and now BA5, and quickly supplanted Delta because it was much more transmissible. It won the race of natural selection because it worked better to infect people. But it uh, also evaded the immunity that was conferred by the shots. So even the fully vaccinated were at risk of at least mild illness, sometimes severe illness. They kept recommending boosters of the old vaccines, a third dose, then a fourth. And it's true that the third and fourth dose reduced hospitalizations, but here's the caveat 
according to Offit. Not everyone benefited because if you were healthy and you didn't fall into one of three groups, either you weren't elderly, uh, you didn't have underlying serious health problems, or you weren't immunocompromised, uh, you weren't going to get much benefit. And it certainly wasn't going to stop the spread because people who were vaccinated could still spread the, spread the virus. And maybe even more so because they felt, well, I'm vaccinated, so I don't need to wear a mask. I don't need to socially distance. I can go out and about. So that may have made things worse. So let's fast forward now to the new bivalent vaccine, which they're promoting. Is bivalent, which means it's got two parts. It contains mRNA from the ancestral strains and also BA4 and BA5. So it's a combo of the old thing plus the new thing. And often asked, how does it compare with the old monovalent vaccine, the you know initial vaccines that we got? Well, he says, we don't really know for sure because the Food and Drug Administration authorized the new shot without clinical trials. I repeat, without clinical trials. And he says, parenthetically, as a member of the FDA Vaccine Advisory Committee, I voted against the authorization. But there was a lot of pressure from the White House, principally, to push the new Omicron vaccine. So under pressure, FDA folded and said, OK, let her loose. Um, so he also notes, and this is something that people don't really know, is that the data on this vaccine are at best underwhelming because uh, people who were given three doses of the original vaccine were given a fourth dose of the original vaccine or the bivalent one. And the what's called the virus neutralizing antibody response was greater after the old vaccine rather than the new vaccine. Uh, and most worrisome, and this is, I'm quoting Paul Offit, a vaccine expert, Moderna recently published a study on the clinical efficacy of the bivalent vaccine containing BA1. 16 cases of, of COVID occurred, 11 in the bivalent group and five in the monovalent group. Wait a minute. It's supposed to be the opposite. The, 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 the new vaccine is supposed to be better than the old vaccine. For those who suffered clinical illness, five were in the bivalent group and one in the monovalent groups, five to one. In other words, although the numbers were small and the studies so far are very meager, but they aren't encouraging. In other words, Offit writes, although the numbers were small, the monovalent vaccine performed better than the bivalent vaccine. And he summarizes by saying, heading into the fall, it would make sense to boost those at great risk of hospitalization with COVID-19. Okay, fine. You're at high risk. Okay, go for it. It might be beneficial. But we should be careful, however, about overselling the bivalent vaccine as something better than the existing vaccine until more data are available. There you have it. 877-726-8255 or number. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. This is Intelligent Medicine. New look, same trusted formulas. As part of Wakanaga of America's 50th anniversary, their flagship product, Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract, has a new look. The new packaging clearly communicates each formula's unique characteristics and benefits at a glance. The added QR code allows consumers to scan for more info. Aged garlic extract has been shown to support optimal cardiovascular health, including blood pressure and cholesterol, immune function, and more. 
it is organically grown. And AGE is the most researched garlic supplement on the market, with over 900 scientific papers from prestigious universities and research institutes around the world. There is also a new, vegan-friendly version of Kyolic's original cardiovascular formula. Visit Kyolic.com for more information about Kyolic's quality supplements to support your healthy lifestyle. That's K-Y-O-L-I-C.com. Kyolic aged garlic extract supplements are available at natural health retailers nationwide and online. As an Intelligent Medicine listener, you know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. But vetting your sources and tracking down the exact products you need can be a hassle. That's why I'm inviting you to browse my online supplement dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. My specially curated professional-grade supplements are fulfilled via the Fullscript network. Fullscript is the safest and most convenient way to purchase my medical-grade supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site, it's safe, secure, and HIPAA compliant, and offers world-class support. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll also receive free shipping on all of your store orders. That's drhoffmanstore.com. drhoffmanstore.com. Back to Intelligent Medicine, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. With you, 877-726-8255, our number. All right, uh, as I promised, uh, we're going to talk about... Uh, the negative effects of lack of sleep on the immune system and its impact on inflammatory disorders. There seems to be a direct connection between sleep deprivation and inflammation. Uh, research published September 21st in the Journal of Experimental Medicine is the first to show that sleep alters the structure of DNA inside the immune stem cells that produce white blood cells. And this can have a long-lasting impact on inflammation and contribute to inflammatory diseases. So what are some of the inflammatory diseases? Well, anything that's an itis, rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, uh, multiple sclerosis. Uh, and uh, these are uh, conditions uh, where the immune system uh, actually acts against itself. Uh, acts against the body. It's as if uh, in a heightened state of immunity, uh, it fires off and there's collateral damage. It's trying to fight off uh, a perceived invader and then uh, goes over the top and there's destruction of organs and tissue. And so uh, that even after sleep recovery uh, in this experiment with mice, uh, the immune cells retained this rewiring structure and they continued to churn out additional white blood cells, making the mice susceptible to inflammation and disease. So they're saying that uh, sleep recovery, I mean, if you have long bouts of sleep deprivation, uh, sleep recovery is not able to fully reverse the effects of poor quality sleep. Uh, there's a kind of long-term molecular uh, fingerprint of insufficient sleep in immune stem cells even after weeks of recovery sleep. So, you know, sleep uh, just increasingly important as something that is optimizing health. All right, this item, uh, you know, and recently there was a lot of controversy like when does the fetal heartbeat start? 
Uh, and it was said that uh, it doesn't really start until later. Uh, other people say that it starts very early. And so this is uh, reflecting on the abortion controversy. Uh, well, here's something else about babies in utero. Babies react to taste and smell in the womb. This is really crazy. Uh, they did a study where they fed pregnant women uh, and they did 4D ultrasound scans to see how their unborn babies responded after being exposed to flavors from foods eaten by their mothers. Pretty crazy study. So uh, fetuses exposed to carrot showed more, quote, laughter face responses. You could see that on 4D ultrasound scans. While those exposed to kale yuck showed more cry face responses the study is published in the journal psychological science and what they're saying is that pretty quickly looking at fetuses facial reactions uh reflects the chemical stimuli that pass through the maternal diet into the fetal environment so the implication is that uh even when you're pregnant you're actually sort of uh, cultivating uh, tastes in your kid and uh, it uh, increases the importance of uh, diet during pregnancy for shaping kids dietary habits later maybe they can just get used to the taste of kale and they'll be more accepting of green leafy vegetables later on 877-726-8255 or number this is intelligent medicine If chocolate is your weakness, the real chocolate decadence of Flava Naturals Performance Chocolate can be your strength. Extensive research demonstrates the remarkable benefits of daily cocoa flavanols on brain function, heart health, and full body performance. But you'd have to eat five or more ordinary bars a day to get those benefits. Flava Naturals Chocolate, Cocoa Powder, and Beverages deliver five to nine times the flavanols of a typical dark chocolate bar. I use it every day. For more information to order, just go to FlavaNaturals.com. That's FlavaNaturals.com. Fish oil provides the vital omega-3s, EPA and DHA, that support your cardiovascular, brain, nerve, vision, immune system, joint, and skin health, as well as your inflammatory balance. My preferred fish oil brand is Vital Nutrients, offering a line of 11 ultra-pure omega-3 solutions, including a nutrient-dense vegan option. I use Vital Nutrients myself and recommend it to my patients. For more information and to order, go to vitalnutrients.co. That's vitalnutrients.co for the Vital Nutrients line of ultra-pure omega-3 solutions. Do your current probiotics offer diversity? The primary goal of your probiotics is to help create and maintain a healthy gut microbiome. We often think more is better, but taking high doses of 50 or 100 billion probiotics can work against you. The most important factor is diversity, not quantity. Look for a formula that has multiple strains of probiotic flora expertly fermented to contain postbiotic metabolites, which have been shown to help digestive and immune health, our gut brain function, and more. The worldwide leader in fermented postbiotic health? Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics, the number one probiotics in the world for direct delivery of postbiotics. Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics uses a multi-year fermentation with 12 proven probiotic strains producing over 500 postbiotic metabolites, certified vegetarian and free of gluten, allergens, and GMOs. So say no to quantity and yes to diversity. 
Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are available online and at natural health retailers nationwide. 877-726-8255 is our number for intelligent medicine. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and uh, let's talk long COVID. You know, a lot of people are saying... Uh, look, COVID is milder these days, and besides, I'm in pretty good shape, so I don't think I'm likely to die or be hospitalized from COVID. I'll just weather it. But the concern for a lot of people, myself included, is long COVID, because while there are certain predictable risk factors for hospitalization and death from COVID, uh, when it comes to long COVID, it's a little bit like uh, Russian roulette. Uh, some people who ostensibly seem in pretty good health and they're relatively young uh, simply don't recover from COVID. They develop uh, symptoms like uh, lightheadedness, fatigue, dizziness, uh, breathing problems, uh, muscle aches, uh, looking for all the world like uh, chronic fatigue syndrome patients uh, or post-Lyme patients. Uh, they have a wide array of debilitating problems and they don't go away. So here's a, a good news, bad news story on long COVID. And uh, it comes to us uh, from uh, the latest uh, research uh, looking at uh, 106 people recovering from COVID-19 infections at 3, 6, and 12 months after contracting the disease. Uh, all the patients surveyed were otherwise healthy. They had no comorbidities or underlying diseases. So uh, what they found uh, is that 75% um, had recovered uh, at the 12 month mark after becoming ill with the virus. That initially they'd experienced uh, symptoms that suggested that they might be candidates for long COVID. But uh, the conclusion is that most long COVID patients recover according to the study. Uh, after uh, a year. So they experience problems. It kind of freaks them out. Uh, the study highlights that um, uh, at 12 months, uh, you're likely to feel better. But the remaining 25% uh, still had at least one of the three most common symptoms, including coughing, fatigue, and breathlessness. And moreover, uh, they discovered that certain tests uh, could reveal the biochemical signature of long COVID. And these are tests familiar to rheumatologists, uh, elevated levels of cytokines uh, or antibodies associated with autoimmune illnesses. So the suggestion that, at least in part, uh, long COVID is an autoimmune condition. It's a condition where the immune system is activated. It turns against itself and it damages uh, cells and organs, and uh, that can cause uh, persistent trouble. So again, not denying the pervasiveness of long COVID, but the good news is that most people who suspect, you know, you're, if you have a bad case of COVID, you're gonna feel fatigued uh, perhaps for several weeks afterwards. It doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna get long COVID, which is reassuring, but on the other hand, uh, people can uh, develop that uh, devastating condition. 
So uh, the good news is that uh, more and more research is being done, and we're learning more and more about how to potentially treat long COVID. It appears that there are different variations of long COVID. Sometimes it affects the lungs, sometimes the circulatory system, sometimes the heart. Uh, sometimes it affects the autonomic nervous system, the brain. People experience brain fog. Uh, and uh, it may have to do with a variety of things. Uh, the microbiome, it may have to do with circulatory system. Some uh, doctors are using natokinase and other blood thinners to treat long COVID. Uh, and then there's the mitochondria, which certainly can be affected by uh, chronic uh, post-Lyme disease, chronic fatigue syndrome, uh, and long COVID. And we want to support the mitochondria uh, in whatever way possible. And, that, and that's a good segue to discussing anti-factor lipids, because we know that they support the mitochondria and they can combat fatigue, and that would be part of our armamentarium for patients with conditions like long COVID. Uh, but here's a new aspect to it. New research shows that anti-factor lipids will improve the absorption of a wide range of nutrients, especially those hard-to-absorb nutrients like CoQ10 or curcumin, for example by more than 200%. So if you're like me, you're very particular about the supplements you take, but many of them may be difficult for your body to absorb. Well, you can amp up the absorption by taking NT Factor. So there's another great reason to add NT Factor to daily regimen. And now for a limited time, buy one container of NT Factor lipids powder. I threw some of those, some of that into my uh, smoothie this morning and get their delicious patented energy wafers free. That's up to a $59.99 value. Get the energy boosting and nutrient absorption effects of NT Factor by mixing the lipids powder in your morning smoothie, as I do, or on the go with the convenience of pleasant, chewable, berry-flavored patented energy wafers. You can take them along when you travel or commute. Just go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Or call 800-982-9158, 800-982-9158. Buy NT Factor Lipids Powder and get patented energy wafers free for a limited time. Stock up now. Okay, uh, 877-726-8255, our number, and we have a recorded call from last week, so let's hear it. I am uh, eight, uh, 78 years old, just diagnosed with a, a hint of a UTI. I, was, uh, I got a um, prescription for uh, antibiotic. And I wanted to go over uh, the method of uh, taking them safely. I remember you saying that an aunt, one of your aunts called, and uh, also a senior citizen, and saying that uh, she should take it, but take a probiotic in the middle after the antibiotic. So I was just curious as take a, a probiotic every time you take the antibiotic or just once. Okay. Sounds like a play on words. My antibiotic. Uh, yeah. All right. So uh, when it comes to uh, ameliorating the effects of antibiotics, which we know can destroy your beneficial bacteria and often cause diarrhea and GI upset, uh, it's been proposed that you take probiotics to while you kill off the bad bacteria, replenish the good bacteria. And one of the ways to do that is to take your probiotic away from the antibiotic, because if you take them simultaneously, the antibiotic's going to kill off the probiotic. So say you have to take an antibiotic twice daily, uh, take your antibiotic on awakening at eight or nine in the morning, 
and then midday take your probiotic and then you're going to take another antibiotic dose at uh, dinner time uh, and then take a probiotic say at bedtime uh, that might be a good approach but i got to say i've looked at the research on uh, preventing gi distress with probiotics and it's pretty good but not all that robust so you may somewhat take the edge off the adverse effects of anti certain antibiotics and it's different strokes uh, strokes for different people i you know i myself have a terrible time uh the few times i've taken uh, a certain antibiotic and I've, i think i can count on one hand the number of times i've had to take antibiotics in the last you know 25 years uh or or even 50 years but uh the, the when you take probiotics uh, they're bacteria, and inevitably, they're going to be killed by an antibacterial antibiotic. So one of the better strategies, and this actually is borne out by research, is to take a fungal probiotic, which is called Saccharomyces boulardii, and it's brand name Florastore, and that in clinical trials seems to work better to prevent antibiotic-related diarrhea and so since it's a fungus the antibiotic which is directed to bacteria don't kill it so you can take it simultaneously with the antibiotic or you can take it away from the antibiotic maybe you want to uh hedge your bets and take both you can take uh, saccharomyces and you can take a probiotic no problem combining them and use a dual strategy and in so doing you can actually prevent the destruction of your microbiome, creating an imbalance in your intestinal tract, which we know can cause so many different diseases. And you can also reduce the likelihood of diarrhea. And by the way, Saccharomyces tends to have a bit of an antidiarrheal effect. Uh, it's actually used to prevent C. difficile, which is another consequence. It's a devastating infection that is often caused by antibiotic overuse. And so it is warranted, I think, whenever you take antibiotics to take some Saccharomyces because it may help the diarrhea, but even if it doesn't completely take the edge off diarrhea, it's going to prevent you from developing a devastating case of Clostridium difficile, uh, which can cause uh, inflammation in your colon and really be difficult to eradicate. So there you have it. 877-726-8255 are our number. Uh, and when we return, uh, we're going to talk about the effects of an unhealthy gut uh, not just on your GI tract, but in relationship to breast cancer. This is Intelligent Medicine. You've heard me talk about my preferred fish oil brand, Vital Nutrients. I'm happy to report that they also offer a great line of premium quality, clinically relevant, professional-grade products, which help support optimal immune function, including quercetin, NAC, Viricon, and Aller-C. I like them so much, I took them with me on my recent trip to Iceland. For more information and to order, go to vitalnutrients.co. That's vitalnutrients.co. I use them myself and in my practice. Just go to vitalnutrients.co. 
Are you concerned about high blood pressure? Meet Berkeley Life, a supplement that may help maintain better blood flow and a healthier heart. Berkeley Life is scientifically developed to boost nitric oxide, a signaling molecule that helps maintain a healthy cardiovascular system. If you're worried about blood pressure, try Berkeley Life. Head to agewellbl.com slash Hoffman and use offer code Hoffman at checkout for 10% off your first order and free shipping. That's agewellbl.com slash Hoffman for Berkeley Life nitric oxide support supplements. Back to Intelligent Medicine, Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. We got a call from Bob. Welcome. Hi, Dr. Hoffman. Uh, Hi. Uh, I called you a few years ago. My uh, calcium score was uh, 1,400. Yeah, it's pretty high. And, uh, yeah, it is. And uh, my cardiologist put me on a statin drug and also another medication I can't pronounce. Mm-hmm. Easy ET. Z- yeah, Zedia, Zedia, or Zetamide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a d- yeah. double, double whammy to lower your cholesterol, right? Yeah, it's down to one thirty-seven now, which is okay. kind of low, I think. Have you have you had any, anyway, had any heart problems since? Have you had a heart attack or anything? No, no, I haven't. Uh, I'm eighty-five, and I've okay. been uh, exercising six days a week for I don't know fifty years or so, maybe more. Mm-hmm. So what's the question? In good good shape, uh, except I, my back's a little sore from time to time, but it's uh, a struggle sometimes. <laughs> right, it is harder to maintain exercise. But what is your question specifically? Yeah, I, I was wondering if, uh, now my, should I be concerned that my cholesterol is so low? Okay, you know, so it's a, good, it's a good question. So you are a guy who really probably deserves to be on a statin. Uh, although, you know, when you reach a certain age, uh, I'm more loath to put people on statins because, uh, you know, if you abate it this far, something's protecting you. And it's less likely that you're going to come to harm because of high cholesterol. So also we're concerned about the effects of the brain, uh, which is made of cholesterol, dramatically lowering cholesterol. Side effects can emerge. So uh, it's a little bit of a, a tough call. I, I probably at this point uh, wouldn't change anything if you seem to be okay. Uh, and you have done well. The score of 1,400 uh, predicts that you, you know, years ago when that was discovered, that you had a high likelihood of having a heart attack or a stroke, and you've been protected. So I would stay on that. I would also take, you know, protective nutrients like kaolic aged garlic extract, uh, also uh, resveratrol, fish oil. Uh, these are things that are perfectly compatible with what you're doing, magnesium as well, and be on a concerted program and, you know, keep up the exercise, and then you should do well. So thank you very well, much for calling. Yeah, I got to go. I got to I gotta go because I got to cover something. Thank you. Uh, all right. Uh, let me mention that – do I sound smarter today? I, I think I do. I don't know. Maybe it's just <laughs> – <laughs> Maybe it's just a placebo effect, but uh, I took my uh, Flavor Naturals cocoa in a shake this morning, and I believe uh, it improves brain performance. It certainly has benefits on cardiovascular performance. Uh, there was a recent Harvard study that showed a 27% reduction in cardiovascular death from people consuming uh, 900 milligrams of cocoa flavanols. So uh, if chocolate is your weakness, the real chocolate decadence of Flava Naturals performance chocolate can be your strength. 
And, you know, I was for years searching high and low for cocoa products that would deliver meaningful amounts of healthful flavanols, but with great flavor and another requirement, minimal sugar. So I'm thrill thrilled to have found Flava Naturals. Extensive research demonstrates the benefits, uh, but you'd need to eat five or more ordinary dark chocolate bars every day to match the flavanols consumed in most of the studies. Flava Naturals Performance Dark Chocolate, Cocoa Powder, and Beverages deliver five to nine times the flavanols of typical dark chocolate. And their secret is sourcing premium high flavanol cocoa beans and processing them naturally. The result is decadent dark chocolate, really delicious with the flavanol levels needed to fuel brain and cardio performance. I use it every day. Athletic performance as well, according to some studies. For more information, luscious recipes and to order, just go to FlavaNaturals.com. That's Flava, F-L-A-V-A, Naturals.com. Get 20% off with coupon code Hoffman at checkout at FlavaNaturals.com. All right, earlier we were talking to the lady uh, who has been required to take antibiotics for a urinary tract infection. And I, I would go really sparing on antibiotics because uh, fact is that especially older women often have some bacteria in their urine, but it is not, and I repeat, it is not, according to studies, a necessity to prescribe antibiotics merely to eradicate a few bacteria that appear in the urine. Now, it it just be a sign of a of the onset of a urinary tract infection, but I would much prefer to treat uh, these minor types of problems uh, with something like D-mannose powder or cranberry extract uh, or uva ursi. They're natural ways to keep that bacterial count down. But uh, should you require an antibiotic, the problem is they eradicate beneficial bacteria. And here are some of the consequences. And this is not envisioned. I and mean, we know that there's a gut-brain connection. We know that the gut has a lot to do with uh, immunity. Uh, but uh, in a new study at the University of Virginia School of Medicine, uh, unhealthy gut sets stage for breast cancer to spread. Uh, so what they're saying here is that dysbiosis, an unhealthy and inflammatory gut microbiome, systemically changes the breast tissues of mice even before they develop cancer. And the tissue changes increase the chances of infiltration by uh, breast cancer cells, uh, thus spurring cancer metastasis. So uh, this is a concern, is that uh, there may, I mean, so many links from, uh, to, uh, from gut health to health in other parts of the body. And now, demonstrably, there appears to be a cancer link. So uh, big concern that, um, you know, we need to go easy on antibiotics. They may have an effect certainly on metabolism. Kids who take too many antibiotics are more prone to weight gain. Uh, and on and on it goes. All right. Uh, remember, our number 877-726-8255 uh, is the number that you can jot down and uh, call that number anytime during the week and record a question. Uh, we're anxious to receive your questions, even if you decide to call in during the week. Uh, I'll conclude uh, today's program by talking about how uh, the birth control pill uh, can be hazardous, especially for overweight women. We know that it's very unusual for young women to get strokes. Uh, 
But if you're overweight and you take a birth control pill, uh, you have, get this, a 24-fold increased risk of a blood clot compared with non-obese women who don't use the drugs. So birth control pills, convenient, yeah, but a concern, especially if you're overweight, can dramatically increase your risk of a devastating stroke or a blood clot. Don't want that. Thanks for joining us. Check out drhoffman.com for more information. Subscribe to our newsletter. Download our podcasts. Check us out on social media. We're on Facebook and Twitter. And have yourselves a safe and healthy weekend.